one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Mary had a little lamb. Little lamb, little His fleece was white as snow. So that was flat. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I'm going to say this right now. It takes a lot of courage to sing on national television. Oh, for sure. The last thing you want is some bitch telling you you were flat. Who um, knew? I think, y'all, people are going to be very surprised at who we come for in this episode of Happy I'm Hero coming Happy. for the vocal coach. Same. Um, uh, I may have said this a time or two, but I, I'm i a vocal coach. Uh, Never mentioned my... it. <laughs> I may have mentioned it in passing. Yeah. Never mentioned that. I've never mentioned it's it like a therapist. Never, never talked about it. Never. <laughs> Never mentioned you're a whore. No. Never. No. Never. All brand no. new news to everyone. No. And your fake hair color. Yep. It's We've not. never. <laughs> it's natural. That's what the box says. <laughs> Y'all, this is Happily Ever After this Season 4. Season 4, or Season 7, season Episode seven, 4. Episode, episode 4. Truth Hurts. Truth Hurts. Truth. Um, Who does that apply to? I think Kim. I think. Maybe Libby and Andre, though, of him talking to Grandma Pam. 
I don't know. I don't I think know. They these, don't think of good names. All these, and I apologize for my scratchy voice. We saw, we went to the Sound of Music <laughs> sing along last night, and I drank red wine. Nobody, nobody even cares about it. No, I just even, want to. I just want to bring no, it up. There's nothing to apologize. Your voice is where it's at. You know what? You had a good time that, last night. That is like when you go into a jury, you're like, I'm sorry, I'm just not really up to voice, and blah blah blah. You, blah. So I'm going to stop doing no, that. No, people don't. People are just happy to hear you because you know what? <laughs> We've all been going through this fucking Mercury retrograde. Yes, and it's raw it's dog. Been brutal. With, it's been as, brutal. I texted someone. I said no lube, and he texted me back, and he said not a drop. Just raw <laughs> dog at us. So, you know, people are happy that they're just sitting down listening to their gays getting talking about this shitty, wonderful show. Okay. I'm grateful. Okay. Um, we've got a lot of fun things for you guys. Uh, I will say this episode. We do? Oh, yeah, we do. I'm going to give you a Sister Wife Corner. Okay. Uh, Sister Wives Corner. It's the first episode. Gagworthy. I was gooped and gagged. All one right. Of the best, one of the best. Um, I'm not even going to use the word best. I'm going to use riveting in the, ac- in the accurate way. Where I watched that episode of Sister Wives, where this fucking flip phone was filmed with Christine and Cody, and just sitting there at that table, going, "I, I can't believe this is happening," and it was the, one of the most compelling things I've ever seen on television. That they let nobody in their house because of COVID. It's it's so much more than that. Wait for my corner, <sighs> y'all. Come see us on live shows. You can go to our Instagram or TikTok links, which you should follow us on Instagram and TikTok anyway. We are pumping out. We have we have stepped up our social media game. We're trying. Well, I have content drip, dripping from my teats, just milking them for all of you. It's okay if you don't follow now. <laughs> I don't blame you. If you're on the intimate portrait, you see my just face. Milking and it's your out face. content from my memories. I am so sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm so sorry I brought it up. I'm so sorry. Dripping. Oh. Dripping. Right. We're gonna move on. Also, <clears throat> speaking of gooped. Love is Blind is back, y'all, in October. We've already dropped October 19th. Yes. After the altar, the first three episodes came out this week. Or there's only three episodes. Somebody was like, where is it? It's not a new... It it is kind of confusing because they put it at the end of season two. Yes. So go to season two of Love is Blind and you'll see episodes 12, 13, 14 are actually after the altar. I love that we're telling Carl's wives how to Netflix. They were confused. They were like, (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) Texting me, I'm getting messages. My phone's going up at two Yo, in the morning, going hell. I can't help you in your daily lives. <laughs> I just can't. It's yeah. hard enough me bathing myself. Yeah, That's you usually difficult. just want to lick yourself like a cat. I know. And I have to keep saying, poodle humans don't do that. <laughs> also, your mouth has been in disgusting places. Uh, still can't figure out how to use that litter box either. No, no. no. He always pees on my couch. <laughs> That's a, that's just out of insanity because I'm angry. <laughs> just because he's angry. Uh, I'm pissed off. I think that I, I, we also, y'all, we want to send a very heartfelt. Yes. Uh, send our love to our uh, sissies in Puerto Rico that are fucking. I just saw a video of. Uh, now of a, Hurricane Fiona. Yeah, now Hurricane Fiona, but of a bridge that was just completed months ago since Maria. Fuck! That's just washed away in a river. <sighs> y'all. So. We are uh, we send we send our, our our love and the best energy we have to Puerto yes, Rican if you wanna, and everybody in that area. Yes, if you're looking to give money, we don't have charity for them, but I'm sure a Google search or there's you know uh, there's different celebrities that are really in, that do do a quick Google and you can find out how to help. 
Because we've got some listeners in Puerto Rico. Yeah, we do. So um, And listeners who have family in Puerto Rico. Yes. So anyway, we are we are thinking of you today. Gosh. Ugh. You couldn't pay me to live in hurricane weather. Well, some people uh, I know. I mean that's where your island's your home. That's where you're born. I get it. I get it. My dad didn't understand why how I could move out of Oklahoma. It's your home. Wait, oh no, it's pretty easy to move out of here. <laughs> Your sty is better. It's still a little inflamed. Oh, it's much better. Yeah, you can barely, you can't even see it on camera. I, I took like a selfie. You can't even see it. Okay, that's good. Basically, why do I? No see one it? else notices, but you. Why do I see it? Because you're a bitch. <laughs> no, I just notice everything. It's great. <laughs> Okay. Actually, you only learn starting. It's actually pretty easy to keep things from you. You just got to distract you with dick and handsome guys, and you'll just go off. And I, I could totally rob you blind. Oh my god! I could if I could be. Wait a minute. Is that guy have a tattoo of a French poem on his arm? Which one? The guy with the hot beard. And then I could literally just steal your wallet. That's usually how it's done. <laughs> um, I just want to talk. I. In defense of Libby here. Yeah, let's I, jump this in. Is, this was a good episode. I, I just need to say this. Like I said before, it's really hard to – it's very brave to sing and be, to be filmed doing it. It's usually – it's. I tell my students, your voice is the most personal part of you. I agree. As um, a singer, I agree. And uh, it's very vulnerable. And to be able to share that with the fucking national audience – what I will not abide is a vocal coach who sits there and dismiss and dismissal who just goes like, mm. you're kind of flat there. And even if it is, I'm, I make it, I actually don't use the word flat and sharp. I don't, I don't even say that because mm-hmm. pitch is a function that there, there's a technical issue that's happening. Yeah. So if, if there is a, if there is a pitch problem happening, I will try to fix it through other means. I will. I won't even say anything you can about, talk about pitch breath placement. There is vowels. nothing. All of those things yes. are what affects it. Instead of saying you were flat, I was like, let's do that again, and let's really go all the way through the phrase because the problem is she is running out of air at the top of her phrase, which is yeah. why she's under pitch. Mm-hmm. I and if I do have to say it, I will say under pitch because. I used to say this is a scarlet P or a scarlet F for flat. People were told by their high school choir teacher one time, you're flat. That sticks with people. Because then they always think they're flat and they're always. (laughs) And they develop more technical problems so they won't be sharp. Because they're just thinking, don't be flat, don't be flat, don't be flat when you're singing. Also, I have. We have, again, y'all, in case you don't know, he is a voice teacher. I have mine. We both have degrees in opera. Have you ever? So, how many singing lessons have we had? Like hundreds I've, and hundreds and hundreds hours. and hundreds of hours. Have you ever had a voice teacher that let you sit down with your legs crossed and sing? Never a voice lesson. Never. You stand. You fucking stand up in a voice lesson. I've had some students who have either. Um, Issues where they're that's different, but I or if you're working on a role and for that scene, you're going to be sitting in that scene, you stand. But if you're just having a well at voicer size, Miss Roxy doesn't believe in that. (sighs) Boy, Um, and the 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 thing is, we were doing the normal pat things of warm ups, 
And then they immediately wanted to sing their nursery rhymes. And she's even dismissive of the nursery rhymes. And the thing is, y'all. That bothered me. And I'm, I need to say this. My goal as a vocal coach is not to read the fuck out of you because that's what I do on a daily basis. Yeah. I'm not going to do that if you pay me. I'm going to say I'm going to make you do the best you can. I'm going to help you accomplish your goals. Yes, I'll be real with you, but I'll do it in a way that's not shitty. Oh, and, yeah. And, and the, this woman acted like, well, you know, I've already been around the nursery rhyme market. You know, it's very saturated. Well, she said like you – and also, it, it killed me because Liberty started this whole sex, this whole segment saying, "I basically felt like I was the only person in my family that could sing, and no one oh, this in my broke family my heart. actually took it seriously and supported me." And I actually thought about us, and I thought, "Wow, how lucky Jake and I were that." Well, I wasn't the only person. I had cousins that sang too. I but had so, no one in my family. I was the only sung. boy who sang. All the other boys were like girls, yep. pageant. We had no one, and yet our parents were like, this is great. You can sing. Do they, this. They never understood it, but they never made fun of me for it. N- neither did. And even my brother would at first, and I remember my dad, like, sitting him down and having a talking to him, and he never did. Um, but so I just, it breaks my heart that yeah. that's how she started to sing. And then this woman says, yeah, I don't know about this nursing room thing. It's really hard to do. And I went. First of all, that's not for you to say. Second of all, Libby has 826,000 followers on Instagram and a show this on idiot. national television. What the fuck do you have, Roxy? And why are you here? And why are you here poo pooing what she's going to do? She could totally when, do this. When uh, the thing about it is, this woman, a lot of times when you get in positions, um, uh, even, even with a, when it, we, this, Libby's an adult. And when you get in positions when you are a vocal coach and it, it kind of is a power trip on some people that you think, well, I, you're, you're coming here so I can impart my knowledge to you. Blah, 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 blah. We all, we've all heard that. And this woman was just – every everything that she said, she's like, you have a nice voice and I think it's beautiful. But, but – and I – and y'all, there was nothing authentic about this woman. So Libby couldn't even really believe anything this woman said. I agree. She was awful. Um, I didn't care for her as a and teacher at all. It's just I I get I this really triggers the fuck out of me. Same. Where this this woman, Libby is is just trying to now, is the voice too much to sing nursery rhymes? Yes. My if if I heard Libby do that, Mary, I would say, let's take all that stuff off of it, honey. I want to yeah. know what your actual voice sounds like. Yeah. It's without got a you, country twang. Without you, without you doing stuff. Not to Carrie do Underwood singing yeah. a nurse around with without Libby you singing. Imitating yeah. anyone. And I would say, let's take all the stuff off so we've got we know we got. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is later on when I heard her singing those high voice when she was in her head voice, the warm-ups, I'm like Oh, that's your voice. Yeah. Yes, you you can just find the same ease that you have there in your chest voice. And it was just like... She said, you know, I went in there and belted it out and I went, hmm, I I think that there's... You know, nothing wrong. Belting can be done in a healthy way. Oh, very much so. But I think her... I bet she never uses their head voice a lot. And everything is very... back for her i'm saying this now when we go to tampa libby poodle's gonna give you a voice lesson for free i not for free (laughs) 
<laughs> I what don't if, do anything with women for free. What if Andre either let you put, touch his butt or took his shirt off in front of you? Uh, I would need more than that. <laughs> Whoa! It would be like... What if you got to touch his nipple? I would... No, that's not... I need more. More. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What do you need him to dick you I'm down? I'm expensive. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. Um, I wish she could take a lesson with you, though. We are going to be in Tampa. You got to do things like this with through kindness. And someone is coming – people are coming to you because they're insecure about something, and that usually is really deep for them. And uh, that's why your voice teacher is also a lot of times your therapist because it's just like you have to dig through so much. A lot of times the same kind of personal stuff that is, is, is bothering you is manifesting in your voice. Mm-hmm. And so you have to – Figure out and you figure out what to let go of, and a lot of that is ideas about your voice. Um, I just, and I just think any adult, like afterwards, when Libby said this, just felt so great to to get in there and sing, and I felt like a part of myself, and it just was fun. I am all fucking I'm, I'm, for I'm that. I'm so happy for her that I'm, she has that. She is one of my favorite people on this season. Yeah, so I'm really I guess liking. So. I'm liking Libby and Andre this season. I think. I think if they were normally if to hang out with them as normal people, they'd be fine. And really, I, yeah, I get. I realize that the reason why in the past I've hated their segments is because it's we're having to see Charlie and their family. Ugh. Like I'm kind of was just over those segments, and so <clears throat> now that Charlie's out of the picture, yeah, way um, more enjoyable. So uh, basically. Uh, the the teacher does say, remember, when the note's going flat, lift up your cheeks and drop your jaw. And I'm like, these fucking gimmicks. Yeah. No, what what I know what that's trying to do. And instead of saying lift up your cheeks and drop your jaw, which is the student doesn't really understand. No. Um, you can say what's happening is it's getting her to lift, lifting up your cheeks, but what's really happening is it's creating tension. Um so the jaw drop is a very – I'm not going to go into vocal technique right now because jaw drop is a very uh, iffy thing for me because it usually means shove your chin down instead of actually drop mm. your jaw. He is – check our TikTok. Poodle is going to be making some I'm going to be doing a reaction He's got about he, it. Yeah, so check I follow our TikTok thoughts. for that. He's got thoughts. Um, but <laughs> there was one point that she did it, and she's saying, little love, and the woman went, oh, that's better. Because you use my technique. It's better. It wasn't better. It wasn't better. It was it still better. back and yeah. woofy. And I agree with you. I think if she, I think it sounds, people laugh at it because it sounds like she's uh, putting this kind of country, country heavy pop, twang. heavy twang. Twin, and I think if she just sang the nursery rhymes in her own voice and wasn't trying to be any other voice and just sang it. It would just sound more, especially that type of music. I actually think the hard part of that type of music, it needs to be sung in a really genuine, authentic way because you're singing to children. Right. But it's it also the absurdity of singing of singing a nursery rhyme in this hyper-emotional style of the twinkle, yeah. twinkle, little star. It's just yeah. like, it's, it's laughable. And I'm sure when night day people's like, oh my God, this is so good. This is so. We're good. probably out. We're probably because we're singers, and 
Yeah, y'all Profes- thought I was going to come for it and, and make fun of it. professional ones at that. But, I think you probably think that we would make fun of her, but we were both, I was super triggered by this voiceless. I, I was just appalled that this is someone really being vulnerable. Yeah. And and the teacher not really appreciating it. Um, and, but when she said, so I'm going to be really real with you right now. And I'm like, I would, I'd be okay if you were Pisha McPhee, Catherine McPhee's mother, yeah. who, you know, big vocal coach out here, who does a lot of industry stuff. You're in Tampa. How much industry, how much do you know about the industry? Agreed. And I would just be like, but she was talking, you know, it's like, it takes a lot longer than people think. How long has it been taking for you, honey? Again, look at, a, she already has a platform to... She can put but, stuff on YouTube, do YouTube shorts, whatever. She'll be fine. She'll start make. She'll make money from this in like a month. I know, but the the problem the problem is, it's not that you shouldn't give people a dose of reality, but the re, the reality is, I think the show doesn't want us to think about that. What you're saying? No, they don't. They don't. And they're they wanting want us to, think to just, just think like every other that mom Libby in is Florida. Just, Libby is just a regular person with not a lot of money. They're fine. They're fine. Videos, she's got to edit and put up the... She doesn't have to do that. She's going to play some guy named Gary. Sorry, Gary. She's going to pay some guy named Gary to do it. But, and I think it was... It just was... It's a weird way to take apart someone's dream. And if someone were to... If someone who walked in my voice lesson and they told me what they wanted to do... My first thought is not to disabuse them of all the issues. I would say, let's find a way to make this happen. But let me tell you, it is hard to get started. But I would come across it with a very empathetic way, not as she did. It doesn't happen for people as the way it quickly you the way you think it will. It's just it's just shitty. It was shitty. And no one should Yuck a person's yum so hard like that, especially in the first lesson. I, you, I was going to say there's no emotional – there's difference of – I think I think at first it's none of the voice teacher's business what she wants to do. I agree with that. It's her for just to listen to her voice and get her in a place for voice, and then maybe after they've been coaching together for three or four months, yeah. then kind of have a conversation about goals. Did you see hear her say, you're going to have to have a lot of lessons? In other words, cha-ching. Yeah. I guarantee you this woman hit her up with a package deal. Right after that. You're not listening and you're not watching, but Libby, one of the best voice teachers in America, is going to be in Tampa on October 13th and October 14th. He won't be there on the 15th. Oh, wait. No, the 14th and the 15th. On the 16th, he'll be recovering from getting dick down. (laughs) So you're not going to get him then, Lib. Lib. Let me turn on timey. Oh, yeah. Turn on timey. You went, Yeah. If you're doing this in Sister Wives, you're going to go on. It's going to be a three-hour show. <laughs> um, so they are, we are. All right. Uh, Andre's dad's cute, right? I think he is, but. He's kind of cute. Like an old man cute. Not like I want him to do this me. This is a weird area. You know. I you think, know. I think he's a kind person, which is, is, is so interesting. And he seems to be no bluster. What? Unlike anything like his son. Yeah. So where did Andre get it from? The mother must be. Or, must be. Or, or, I don't know. Or this is all for the show. Or he just, because he just looks like a fucking bull that's just going to 
fuck you down. It just comes with the dickin', the territory. Possibly. Ooh. Um, God. So, all right. <laughs> Y'all, he'd fuck you on Sunday and you'd feel it on Thursday morning. <laughs> wow! <laughs> um, <laughs> the next thing I would say, what, what am I saying? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, Libby's working with Ellie on her Romanian phrases. Yeah, this was cute. And I've got to say, even Libby is working on her Romanian. And this is not an easy language to learn. It's a, it's a, it's based in some romance languages. We we talked about Romanian before, mm. um, so it's not as Slavic as some people would think. Okay, but um, it it's still another language. You know, it's not French, German, or Italian that that somehow is familiar to a lot of. Uh, or Spanish, which is familiar to Americans. Again, I love you, Kenny, of Kenny and Armando. But you should know Spanish by now. You should know some Spanish. Yeah. We love Kenny Armando. Because romance, know, like French, French, especially Italian and Spanish, uh, they are ex- extremely Latinate languages, which are very regular. Um, and Spanish even more so. More regular. It's one of the French and German are more complex for American. Yeah. Like so, it's to the fact that Libby is learning Romanian, and also that um, oh, what's his name? I already forgot. Boy, once the season ends, I just forget everybody else who was on it. Um, Tell me something I don't know. Brazil, uh, Meathead, John's his brother, Patrick. Uh, Patrick. Patrick fucking knows Portuguese, which is an incredibly hard language. Yeah. Patrick, y'all. Kenny. Kenny needs to learn Spanish. <laughs> I'm sure he's doing better than Ola. I have to, you haven't watched it yet, but I have to tell y'all. Again, you guys, or you people, if you are not watching 90 Day UK, we are covering it. It's on Discovery+. Plus. There's a scene of Katie, of Katie and Alejandra and Nanny Liz taking a Spanish les- lesson, oh. and it's fucking gold. Nanny Liz is Post back. growlers. And she's going to Mexico. Oh! Oh, it's back. Protect Nanny Liz at all costs. At all costs. So the dad's visiting, and the mom couldn't come because of visa delays. And he basically says, I'm very proud of my son. He's built a great life here. This house is amazing. And uh, basically, Andre says, in Moldova, we live in an apartment, and that's normal. Yeah, I realize, Andre, even when he talks about good or happy... The man, that's why somebody showed me one of the videos of him like doing kids' videos. And I don't think he needs to be in it because it freaks me out because Andre never smiles. No. Like when he's talking about what he did, oh, I want to see my, see my father, see my house because we have small apartments back home. And here it's a much bigger place. And it's, I'm very proud and happy to show my dad. Well, and it's just so serious. When he does smile, it's because he's making a joke. But. I think that's a big American thing. We that's smile. O- that's much okay more that he doesn't smile. To. It just freaks me out in kids' videos. Oh. He's like, hey! And I'm like, who is that? Oh, you mean he's smiling a lot? He's smiling oh, so I haven't watched much. It. And it just seems like, are you going to kill me? Oh, I, you know why? I, it's, it's probably hard because he, he knows he has to smile. So it probably feels fake. And so that's why it maybe, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we all smile too much. I think we're all trying to please other people so much, and we all just smile too much. I don't I think there's a problem with it, yeah. but smile when you feel like it. Yeah. 
So I'm sick of when they tell women she should smile. It's that whole thing. Fuck you. I haven't, I haven't had sex in a week. I was just about to say, you haven't been <laughs> fucked, and you've already gone off on like three soapbox moments. You get two more, and that's it. Wait, you're not making rules for me. <laughs> I do what I want. Ooh. So they, they're, tra- they're talking about, um, they go to the ice cream store, and they're like, the ice cream is so big. This place looks good. Yeah, I, I agree. American ice cream is huge. If you get, if you're in Europe, you get like a scoop. That's what you get. It doesn't have like whipped cream and chocolate sauce all over it. That's why he's like, oh, there's so much ice cream. So, here. It's, and it's wonderful to see that they all sit down, Libby included, have this conversation. Yeah, and there he's like, remember, remember Charlie who got drunk as a pig at our wedding? Yeah, <laughs> drunk as. And the father's super understanding. He's like, yeah, that can be hard. I bet that's that's rough. And and Libby's like, well, um, remember how mom spoke to you? And she's like, you need to tell my mother that's not okay. This is a different Libby than yeah. we, we saw before because she used to throw her husband under the bus. She did. Libby said, I, I spoke to her, and we'll see later a flashback where you saw her mom, and she really did speak to her. And she said, I told her that wasn't okay. And, um, oh, no, we did see it right then. And I wrote, Libby, that was such a good conversation, yeah. boundary setting with your mom. But the, then Andre takes it, though. I will open her eyes. Uh, and I wrote, that's not, he's it's like, not I happen. will make her see. And I went, no, 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 this is not, this is why all of these. I will, I will mansplain it to her. Everyone in this family needs to go to an Al-Anon meeting. Like, our code, 100%, because they're so, like, you when you're dealing with this addiction shit, you can't make someone yeah. see. But that's the thing with Andre. And he is so, he's not upset that they didn't want to go. He's upset that she called him the same thing as right. Charlie. That's So he's taking it personally and emotionally, yeah. but he'll never admit that. No, he won't. He will not. But what's interesting is they've done the best thing they could do was to set a boundary. Oh, for sure. And they're saying they're not going to be around Charlie until he gets treatment. The sisters is the same boundary. We see next week that the, sis- that the sisters, uh, Jen and uh, uh, I almost said Dina. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jen and Dina. <laughs> Becky. Dina. <laughs> That's a fucking country name. Dina. <laughs> Y'all, because it's Sunday and she and she hasn't vacuumed since Thursday, my neighbor is now vacuuming. Is she? Um, yeah, she just did. Oh, she is Dina. Dina! Wait, what if she does it because we're too loud and she does it to piss you off? No, she doesn't. She vacuums all the time when, when nothing's happening. Hmm. No, it's just, it's OCD. We do see Jen and Becky, and they, yeah, next week are go. Um, so yeah. he's going to go talk to her, and uh, he's getting dressed. She's doing the warm up, and he's like, "You sound nice, what, even when you sing songs I do not like." What's interesting is he says before he leaves, "Keep doing what you're doing." Yeah, he's the only one who supports her, and that's that's love, y'all. That's support love. support the people who you love in doing what they love. Well, I bet you that. He, if you asked him, do you, do you know the sacrifice that your wife has made for yeah. you? He would say, yeah, and list all the stuff that Libby did to get him over here. Right. I think that, 
Andre, I will say, Andre is bullheaded, but he's also... And he's boorish. And anything else you want to add? No, and he's and he's hot. There, and he, and he's, but he's fair. Yeah. He is fair. That Kind of to a fault. He's, he's misogynistic. Some, he is. He's he, but he also feels like if something, what you get, I should get. Like some, he's, or actually he's very... Um, Equal, not fair, because sometimes that can be two different words. But I just, I, I love that. I love that he's supporting her, and I wish there was someone, a mediator, or something there. Because before this conversation even started with his mother-in-law, I knew this was going to go nowhere. Y'all, he goes down. She doesn't even get a coffee. No, she just she sits just- down. He's like have, having breakfast. He's like, no, just coffee. And there's like a bowl of berries right there. <laughs> yeah. So she says, "Yo, you remember this word?" Um, and two people use it this this episode. So remember Ooh. when I say you're being disrespectful to me? Oh, okay. Which means, and and someone else says you're being very disrespectful. As we've said, that's not a good. That's not a good thing that I, people say. And that. I, it's not that the word. It's not that. It's not that the word doesn't have any any redeeming value but a lot of times what i'm saying is it is charged with some feeling of hierarchy yeah and some feeling of you owe something to me even when there's not enough of, of enough of a rep, of relationship to have mutual respect i also think yes and also think it, it dodges specificity yes it does because you can say just what does that mean what does that mean? It, I, to give an analogy, I think it's like when Jake was talking earlier about saying when someone's pitchy that you can't give a singer when you say you're pitchy. We don't know how to fix that. Right. There's nothing concrete. So it's the same thing. If you say you're being disrespectful to me, instead of saying the way you're speaking to me right now, your tone right now is abrasive or you're speaking loudly. You need to lower your voice or I cannot believe you told me that you don't care about my birthday. That that right. really feels like you're not respecting me as Libby's mom. So it's That's either different. It's t- two things are happening. Either you're using disrespect to say that like um, you made me angry or you made me feel sad instead of instead of saying something vulnerable. Yes, uh, you would prefer to make it about respect. Because yes, because also respect again. It's that idea of. Why does Pam deserve Andre's respect? What has she done? It's this hierarchy thing of just because she's Libby's mother yeah. means that she can she can call in that and he's like, but you still talk shitty to me. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. And and also, you know, Pam is when she said the whole thing like uh she said, you know, she called Pam is someone basically she goes into a victim mentality, even though she's not the one who's yeah. like, because no one's coming to her birthday. She goes into victim mentality. She starts attacking him, a character assassination of his identity. No, none of she you're a coward. Oh. You're this like all these horrible things about him when she's not actually dealing with the issue. And the issue is Charlie's drinking. Mm-hmm. That's it. The issue is not period. The issue is not Punto. Yes, it's not whether he's going <laughs> Did to Did you just call me a bitch? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that she's saying this is a how does this is her 60th? This she 50th. hasn't said it's her big birthday. But y'all, that tells you everything. She's grown. She's it's grown. If you're a 50-year-old mother, father, whatever. She's 60 probably. Or 60 is saying, "Why can't you do this for my party?" 
They're a child and you need to have boundaries. It just it just makes clear that this whole family, the toxic cloud around this whole family is not just with the daughters and with Chuck. It is totally with her. I too. would say that probably more of it started with her. Yeah. Because they even say, you know how my mom is, because mom's not on the show a lot and the daughters have a really rough relationship with her. Yeah. Yeah. And so... But it makes sense yeah. why Becky and Jen are gravitating towards her because they feel put out by their father. Right. Ironically, th- we have seen hardly any Chucks so far on this season. Just a little bit on um, in the housewarming. The, yeah. So maybe and there's not going to be a she lot says of to, um She says to Andre, you're going to end up a very lonely person. Again, just trying to hurt him. Because she's trying to push this narrative and the daughters push it next week that you are you – are, singling out you and Libby's family from the rest of our family. That is bullshit. Well, that's... Now, he that, might be in other ways that we don't see. That is vintage podcast from way back. He might... That, yeah. They've used this argument for he years. He might be doing it in other ways. Yeah. But I will say, A, you see that... Now, granted, Chuck is... He could get something from Chuck. So let's not say that he's like this super sweet guy. Uh, Andre is out for Andre, like yeah. and his family. Yeah, like he is—he doesn't give a shit about any of the others. Yeah, yeah. But I do think if they were, if they were nicer to him, and if they were actually, again, he doesn't forget. So what you say, he remembers. And this family just always washes everything under yeah. the rug. And you know what she said? Uh, he said, uh, and this is called her out completely. She needs to show everyone she's got a happy family, and image is only what it's about. Yeah, she read. He read her book. That's exactly what her book is. Yeah, because she wants her children, all of her children, there, so everyone will think she's a good mother. Yep, fucking toxic as shit. It's she's not being a great mom right now because she's enabling her son to be an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Because anyone who'd watched any happily ever after when Charlie's on see that he's almost every event he's blitzed. And so you, so think about this. You care about your birthday. What I would say, Charlie, uh, to her is, and he said it in his ITM, it is in the moment, but still I wondered with him, what if you put it to her, hey, I don't want to come to this birthday because the last time I was at a party, Charlie picked a fight with me. What if that happened in front of my daughter, your granddaughter? He, he, he said mentioned that, that he didn't but say not it to, her, to her. But not to yeah. her, but... When Andre said that, I went, that's such a good choice. Because that is something that could scar her for the rest of her life. All right, y'all. She's vacuuming right overhead. (laughs) We're going to take a commercial. We'll be right back. We'll be back. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even keep going queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Time for Poodle's Sister Wives Corner. All right. Y'all, I haven't watched the new episode. Um, but if you don't watch Sister Wives, I get it. It is my kind of falling asleep television now. Um, I go back. I think I'm like on season five or season six. Um, so you're almost caught up. There's 17 seasons. There's 17 seasons. And some I kind of fast forward through. That show's been on for 17, 17 years. years. Yes. Good God. Yes. And I skip around some episodes because I can figure out what's going to happen. Um, but. Well, it makes sense why they have a big. <clears throat> people get bored with things around 15 to 20 years. So they're probably. That makes sense why they had, they're having an explosive season these last couple of years. It's COVID. It's all COVID. It just kind of accelerated stuff. Yeah. It know? made them. If COVID wouldn't have happened. I think Christine would still be there. She wouldn't be happy. So, y'all, if you don't watch Sister Wives, and I get it, it's a big franchise, mm-hmm. but I started, we watched a couple episodes with, to do uh, Surviving Sister Wives, the mm-hmm. pod, and we did a Vicarious on it, and it kind of, and I'd watched a couple of episodes, and I'd, I'd seen it, and y'all know I'm obsessed with polygamy in general. You love it. She's not done. Neighbor's <laughs> not, not done. Y'all probably don't hear it, but we do. Um, but Christine is the wife. She was started out as the basement wife, the wife who took care of everyone's children, oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. where she, 
Uh, and then when she, when Cody took a, th- a fourth wife, Robin, that's kind of why the, when the series starts, Robin Brown, the villain of all villains, the most manipulative person who has a voice like this and makes a face where just actual quarters of her mouth go down and her eyebrows are drawn on. Now they've been married for fifteen years now. Or 16, they have been married fifteen time, years. Yeah. And during co- and also Robin got a nanny, and as Christine was always upset. What does the nanny do? No one knew why we were paying for this nanny. The nanny was there to handle Robin's kids. Okay. And Robin is the, one of the most manipulative, passive-aggressive people on television. Okay. Yeah. That's saying something. Yeah. It's, we watch Bilal. It's, it's pretty interesting. Well, but she does it in a very, very, very sneaky way. She's very dangerous, I think. So... uh and the, uh, uh, you can hear me talk about Mary's the one who should be Mary's the first wife who really should be dating a golf pro, a female golf pro. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah and and Janelle is just the the one who works and brings home the bacon. Besides, yep. and uh, <coughs> very very level headed one. Uh, and Christine has always been this kind of seeker and interesting person, the one who who uh, she she's changed the most. So. Christine, during COVID, uh, all you need to know is that Robin's household was very strict for COVID regulations. We t- yeah. They yeah, could not – if Cody went somewhere, he would have to uh, uh, kind of – almost said decontaminate. But um, he couldn't they, – they would have to – he would have to stay there. It was basically Robin's – We talked about that on Surviving yes, Sister Wives. Yeah. It was basically Robin's way of trapping him there yeah. and keeping it so he had to do ex- – <laughs> Something died up there, y'all. <laughs> y'all, she is dropping huge wooden blocks. There's the only uh, thing that would make that noise. Yes, sorry. Y'all um, don't hear it, but it's kind of distracting. But she, uh, so Christine started saying, it's been so long since you've even been here with the kids. You don't even spend any time with the kids. And and that's when she's like, you know, Cody, you've always chosen Robin's kids over mine. Those are your favorite. She been, she said what all the sister wives have been talking about in, in private. Robin's kids are favored. Mm. And and he's like, how could you say that? Cody Brown is the biggest windbag on television. And it, this, what you saw, uh, there was a little bit in the beginning with Robin and Cody. He's like, Cody, you should go over and see her because you need to do, make things right. And because know that Christine moved him out of her bedroom. Because I don't want an intimate marriage. So she's like, I'm not going to be having sex with you. You're not sleeping in here. This happened last week? This happened last week. Oh, wow. And it actually uh, was filmed, you know, during COVID. But so because of COVID, they set up a camera, just a flip phone. And it's them across the table. And they are literally talking about their marriage. And Christine saying, why I need to leave. And it is the most, and he he keeps trying to interrupt her, and she just is has so much poise, and she keeps saying things like, "Let me speak," because he's all bluster. Yeah, and he's the main reason why I don't love the show. I cannot stand him. Oh, awful! It's awful. Well, the thing is, the gaze of the show gets that. You realize he's a buffoon, number one. Yeah. So that's not a problem. The show illustrates that well. Mm. Cody has no fans. Let's be honest. Yeah, the wives have fans of their own, a fandom of their own, except for Robin. Most people hate Robin. Yeah, 
Um, but Christine is pretty universally loved for what she has done for. That's why I'm saying it is like a treatise of second wave feminism right now on a show called Sister Wives. Mm. It's crazy. Probably too because they filmed it on their phone. There wasn't a camera crew. Or there wasn't. There, so there felt like an intimacy where they just talked. It was like being in a fight between your mom and dad. And you're like, I'm not supposed to be here. That's what it felt like. Mm. At one point, and at one point she said, she looked right here. I posted this in the Sissy Squad. You know what I learned in COVID, Cody? COVID, Cody? <laughs> that I can do this alone without you. And I didn't know I could. And that's why I'm leaving. And he looks at her and goes, oh, you're happy about this. You got a glint in your eye. And he's like, no glint. And he basically says, well, I don't want you to go back to... Uh, to Utah and getting some rich, greedy boyfriend to get my stuff. So, and she's like, oh, so that's what it's about. It, and she's just treating, she's like, I need to leave for myself. And she does, the queen. Now they're talking about the move this week. So, and of course I will be watching. It was riveting. That's been the sister wife's corner. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I did. I was not prepared for that. But we're going to talk about Kimberly Newsman on part two. Instead, she was, she was so patient. Oh my god! And that's how that's how you win, guys. If you've got a blusterer, never let him see you sweat. Would, are you not? Is Mother Poodle not patient with your father? Oh, are you fight? kidding? <laughs> <laughs> my father actually takes. Take some of Christine's suggestions. <laughs> kind of just sits there and watch my mother. Go, ah, 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 ah. Can you imagine if your father said, uh, friend, friend, mother poodle, uh, friend, I learned during this COVID that uh, friend, uh, that I, 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 need, I can I, do this alone, I can friend. do this alone, friend. She'd say, well, fine, do <laughs> it. <laughs> cool. Wait till I tell Jay Bird. <laughs> you know what your father said to me today? <laughs> I like to see what he does. I, I'll make him pay. You should watch. He'll pay. I. You know what I would love? I would love for you to do start watching Seeking Sister Wives or no, start watching Sister Wives with your mother and doing a podcast about your with your mother about it because I bet your mother would completely just not understand at all what's happening with these people and think she they're wouldn't. all just batshit crazy. She wouldn't. No. I would listen to that show. It would need to be something – I think I would need to start her off on something that she liked. I would need to kind of – something she was into. She doesn't I've get into polygamy about, stuff? No. I've thought about movie reviews with her or when she would see a movie and what she thought of it. Yeah. Like movies that she hadn't seen when they came out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And talk about what you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, because she always, you know, her famous reviews of Les Mis. Yes, yes, yeah. And her favorite movie, Terminator 2. Um, and movies like that. Who knew? My so. father's was Ghost. <laughs> there you go. I just find that for a heterosexual male. As be, I find with your mother, that Terminator 2. It, it's usually it, like. It actually the, fits. The movie of teenage boys. It's kind of her taste. Or, love, a lot of lesbians love Terminator 2. That's true. I don't think she... Because of Leslie Ann Warren. Not Leslie Ann Warren. Linda... Um, Linda Hamilton. Yeah. I what don't if think that movie starred Leslie Ann Warren? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
John, the T-1000 is coming. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> and I love Leslie and Ward. I do too. Oh, she was so good on Will and Grace. John! Uh, I see, it's, it's her, her is Norma and Victoria. And Victor Victoria. The Terminator's here, King. And King. Uh, what are you going to do about it, King? King. Um, let's talk about... It's got a honeymoon. It's time for the honeymoon. I'm a fight be Mrs. Smith. Gonna go out. Gonna be in a field. Not gonna be in a cage anymore. Yuck. I when when he asked her if what she would want to do, and he, she's like, oh, I kind of want to just uh, stand by the water. <laughs> she just wants to be an old person and lay by the she's water. Old y'all. <laughs> she doesn't want to move. It's a myth. Like, oh, I want to go hiking. I want to go do this. She's sixty three years old. I want to do yoga. I want to do and, meditation. And I want to say that's not old. No, for sixty three is not old, but. Jenny's old inside. Jenny's a hard 63. Yeah. And I don't mean my look wise. Well, I mean, she looks her age, but she I mean, looks 63. She looks fine, but she, yes, her personality feels like she's 80 inside. 80, yeah. She just feels like a. She's a weird combination. Not of a, 80 and 14. Ironically, she does <laughs> not act like a young chicken. No. No. Spring chicken. She is not. So she's scared of river rafting. I think she doesn't like getting her feathers wet. Um, she does not. Uh, she's not. She's overpacked, and so they're. He wants to zip line. Y'all. He wants to zip line. We're going to see that next week. They're going to uh, a resort. Uh, I, di- I didn't write it down, but it's like niche, to, niche or something like that. Sam, I forgot the name. It's over by the um, the Ganges River. The Ganges. The Ganges, yes. which made me think of that. Jal Sole Don Gange. Jal Sole Don Gange. Piu caro, Svavila. Piu caro, Svavila. Piu caro, Piu caro, Svavila. The funniest thing is, I never sung that. But I played it for a thousand people. Yes, and now you so, know, so you know it. I know it. You could probably actually play it by I memory. I could. Yep. That's in the twenty-four Italian songs. If you studied voice at all, we just triggered the fuck out you of you. You just went what? 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 <laughs> I remember when Dina Clark sang that song at whatever. <laughs> Dina, Dina. I got. Boy, I have, that brought me back. I haven't met or heard a lot of Dina since I left Oklahoma. <laughs> But if you live in the South, you know a Dina. I knew several Dinas. Because their dad was a Dean, and they were a Dina. Dina. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Wow. So, they, uh, Smith is still upset about his parents, but Jenny says, Nobody can stop us now. We can build a world together. Nothing's going to stop Nothing's going to stop us now. That's her great slick. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh. famous foreshadowing on that, I'm sure. Because they have to move back to the old house because of her visa. So now his, so they family, show up all the time. his family knows where they live. Yep. Are they, do you think they're going to show up again and try to... I don't... I think they've kind of washed their hands of Submit because that mother, he's in nah. too deep. No, that mother's coming back. No, I'm saying I think he'll have to make the next move. You think I don't know? I think this is her hat, her pattern. She gets upset at him. She says, "No, no, no." Then they have a little bit of talk. She lets him think 
that there's some sense of security and then she comes in again mm-hmm. and stirs shit. That's her. She's done this now like three times. Do you think they'll make the next move though? Probably he'll try to reach That's out That's what again, I think, yeah. And then they'll say, okay, let's talk. And then they'll kidnap him in the night again. <sighs> and it's just going to be Jenny. God, remember where you were when Jenny's just standing on top of that roof taking that picture. Just standing like this. <laughs> just the saddest. Y'all, if you haven't seen our meme, by the way, on Instagram of the picture, you had the idea. I saw it and laughed, too. The new Discovery Plus picture they have of Submit <laughs> and Jenny. Whoa. It, it's something. It looks like one of those velvet screen paintings because of oh, how yeah. much it's airbrushed. <laughs> and it her lo- makeup doesn't look good. No. Like, and Submit looks better than he ever has. Yeah. And Jenny just looks like his... Older aunt. Yeah, she does. It just looks weird. Yeah. Looks weird. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Um, so she's like, this place where they're going, that's beautiful. It looks like a Bollywood movie. <laughs> the Hollywood concierge kind of notices the difference in age and says, in my family, they would not support something like this. No, they would not support something like this. Um, so just so you know, y'all, no one in India thinks Jenny and Samit should be together. No, no one thinks we're they We're O for about 85. <laughs> I love their, uh, their, they are O for about 85. Uh, I was going to say, um, before we got the, but was it then when they almost had the wreck in the car? It was a little earlier. Jenny's reaction. <laughs> She literally clucked like a chicken. She laid an egg. God damn it. I watched that five times. It was every everything we say about her that it's a tinfoil hat thing about her actually being a chicken. The show undermines its argument that she's not. I think it's listening. I still I believe I believe that she's there is a part of her genetic code that is chicken. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I agree with this. I agree with this. And so I have to just makes me so happy. She was some army experiment. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's like one branch of the army made Captain America. <laughs> yeah. And, and the other branch and, <laughs> and Tyson says mm, how can we extract human to make human chickens to make bigger? the ultimate chicken yes oh. how can we but they they unfortunately they gave instead of giving chicken DNA to a or human DNA to a chicken they gave chicken DNA to a human in a mix up yes they did they did so Let's get this honeymoon started. <laughs> Let's go, boy. The movie no one wanted to see. Uh, nine and a half clucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Where okay. they're staying is beautiful, and I, and they, go ahead. But the idea of them being sexual with one another. 
Yeah. Skeeves me out. Like, I could, I could, there's just something about the vision of them two going at it, like rutting pigs. Or like, you know, um, uh, fucking chickens. Yes. I, the fact that he went, it was so apropos when he says, she says, it's time. He's like, yeah, it's time. And he goes to put his arm around and just fucking hits her in the face <laughs> with his elbow. <laughs> He goes, oh, sorry. She goes, ah, glad to be here. Then she gets on the bed and puts a rose in her mouth. And then, I don't know if everybody else saw this, but this was a first for me. I don't know if your television did this. It Please kind, don't do this. Kind, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> it kind of went staticky. No. It went, no. <laughs> and then it was kind of like reminded me I used to watch Showtime at night when I wasn't supposed to when we got after table, dark. And then suddenly, funny you should say that. And suddenly, in red letters, it shot up on the screen. Ninety days after dark. This is an after dark theater. We're doing it. Put on your I submit dildo. We're this. doing it. No. We're doing it. I am morally opposed to this. <laughs> and I guess we're doing it. You're just going to drag me across <laughs> I the had line. To listen to uh, 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 Sis- Sister Wives Corner, and you've got a Broadway corner for And part there's two. a Broadway corner. You're going to do this for me. Fair. Fine. I guess I'll be playing submit. Yes. I'll be playing Jenny and. Oh. Action. Oh, Jenny, you oh, look so you look so pretty. Well, thank later you. Look on. at all those roses. What they're in shape of a heart, the swans. It represents how because swans mate for life. They, yes, man, that's what we do. Even here. if one is very old. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Samantha. Let me sit on the bed. We'll sit on the bed. Oh. What do you want me to do with this rose? <laughs> what do you do? You want you you know what? I'll put it you, in my mouth. In, Oh God! Hey, and this, what do you think of this, Smith? <laughs> Am I looking, Smith? And this, Smith. Oh God! Look, Smith. Have you ever been henpecked, Smith? <laughs> in this, yeah. in this light, <laughs> you remind me of my mother. What? It's everything I've always what? wanted. Smith, I told you not to talk about your mother. Whatever. I'm trying oh, to rule okay. the I'm roost. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Trying to rule the I'm sorry. Rack. Let me let me touch your. Let me touch your feathers. I mean, skin. It feels very, it feels quite crepey. <laughs> you know what happens, Smith? You, you know whose skin's a... crepey on their who, shoulders? Who, who, My mom? mom. What? You're not supposed to talk about your mom, Smith. Sorry again. Sorry. Okay, Smith. Yeah. You know, if you want to make an omelet, you got to wreck them eggs, Smith. You got to wreck them eggs. All right. So let's get down to this, Mommy. I mean, <laughs> what? Jenny. What? I told you. Sorry. Call me Jenny. You can't Sorry. call me mother anymore. Sorry. Are you trying to ruffle my feathers? Oh, I'm going to. Oh, By the end, you're the just going to. Yes, the red daddy. Yes. Mark, you want to see my funky chicken? I got a funky chicken, Smith. Mommy! <laughs> God damn it. Please make this stop. see. I'm begging you. <laughs> I did not ask for that. I... Let me make it clear. I to love doing you, something with your face is to mortified. To all of you, I was horrified. <laughs> if you're watching the intimate portraits. If you could watch my face just be, several things happen. Confusion, 
disgust. Then I just wanted the bit to end. And I was kind of getting sick. And I was trying to come up with new things to say. And every time it got worse. This is like smother cringe. I love it. Oh. I can't believe your neighbor is still Do sexy poses, Samantha. Do sexy poses, Samantha. Oh. Yeah, y'all, my neighbor, we're pretty sure. We held for 40 minutes. We're pretty sure she vacuums, moves her furniture, then vacuums underneath her furniture, then moves the furniture back, then vacuums where she just had. And we think she does that every week. We think she does every week. Yeah. Anyway, it's bad. Y'all don't hear it, but it gets yeah. distracting for us. So. It is. It's almost. It's hard to think. Actually, it's, yeah, it's distracting yeah. me today. Normally, I don't. I'm so glad um, she waited, though. She would have done that during my fucking ninety days after dark. We would have had to I'm start that so over. Sorry. And you would have had to do that again. That would be awful. I I just want you to know he wants to work, and you would think this would be a good thing for Jenny, but then you realize he'd be working six days a week. It's almost a Nicole situation where she doesn't want as in working so she can text him. So yeah. she can kind of be around him all the See, time. How did you feel? Because I felt, Jenny, he's got to work. He's in his early 30s. Yeah. That's when you start building your career and actually, oh, that is I when you work a lot. I don't think there's a career to build. Well, whatever Sinead <laughs> does. But he has yeah. no job. no like. And I think he probably does want to make his own money. Yeah, you know. I don't know what the work week is like in India if it's not if it is a, a six hour normal work week. I don't know. I, so you a, mean six day work or week? six day normal six hour work week? But sounds yo, great. she's not having. Yeah, I guess he's been home with her constantly, and for her, she doesn't know anyone. It's not a question of. I'll go out and make friends Mm-mm. or I'll go put her around. No, she's just lonely. And that was the initial problem. So now she's just lonely with submit in the house. And that, that's only a small fix yep, to the problem. Yep, 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 yep. So it's, it's, they need severe help well, in their relationship. There's, there's a, codependency in their relationship yes and submit is codependent anyway because as we see next week he talks about like his mother is the most important relationship in his life yeah there you go that's the show y'all i think that's it yeah that's it that's it um next the next episode will be you want to say the chicken thighs? No, so please, bad. no more. No, oh, we're, we're going to move on. The colonel's got me all battered <laughs> up. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Max, you crazy. You know what? Cement. It wouldn't, it, the, the jokes wouldn't bother me if you weren't doing sexy chicken poses. <laughs> Y'all, I, I think that's actually what makes it worse. If you're watching the intimate portrait, I fully embodied the character. You do, and it's <laughs> filthy. And it's not like, ha ha, it's gross. It's like nausea inducing. Well, I've seen your nipple many times where you showed on the show. So I feel no mercy. My body is, is, is something to behold. It is. Um, It's not like when I do dirty costume reveals. Those are funny. Where Washington DC saw your nuts. (laughs) They did not. They did. Just a I turned it around. I turned the costume around. I saw one woman spit out her chicken Kiev. (laughs) Whatever she was eating, she just went. 
Anyway. They screamed for me. Yeah. In revulsion. <laughs> that is the show. That's it, everybody. It felt Next, like this was a three-hour show because we had to wait so yeah. much for vacuuming. Next episode is Kevin Usman. Uh, where and a little blow inside uh, when he continues to and Angela and Michael and Angela and y'all and Michael. came for came for me in a good way. There's a couple sissies, sissy Michelle, I believe. I got to look, but yeah. Um, and sissy Mary is on the case with getting us some good Bilal tea. Ooh. So just be prepared; it's coming. First wife um, stories. Yeah, a little bit of first wife, a little bit of financial stuff. Smoke and mirrors, y'all. I know. Smoke and mirrors. Someone said, someone said, is this the most, it was a picture of him read it, is this the most, is this the wealthiest 90 day person It was Bilal? I'm like, fuck no. No. It's all a lie. It's all a pose. It is. We'll also talk about, remind me to do this, because I do want to talk about a couple sissies that messages. We won't go into the details because it's 90 day UK, but some UK sissies came for us about Pam and owning a yacht yes. and turkey. So we're definitely going to have an update and a lot of great insights on that. As we've got the Pat, best. you said Pam. Oh, Pat. That's yes. sorry. Sorry, I was thinking of Grandma Pam for yeah. We have the best listeners, y'all. We do. It, They're it, very helpful. Yes, Acast just told us again how many surveys responses they got from you. Thank you. That was very very helpful. Thank you very very much. I think that's ending soon, so it's probably too late to do it. But that's okay. We got plenty of it. So don't message me and say. Jaybird, where was the survey? I, need to do I was going to do it. It's fine. You missed it. It's okay. We got it's okay. plenty. It's okay. You can do it another time. Y'all, we call these people lonely hearts. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, React, Twitch, TikTok, all that. Leave a review. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you need me to level with you about how the industry works... Send me a DM and I'll and pay me three hundred dollars. Or <laughs> if you need a little bit of, oh. uh, you need a little bit of a battered up, stop it to get you in that mood. Some finger licking good. Please end this. Call us. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 